Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our 31st episode of Toaster Talk on the Toast Network. We are back again with yet another episode on Formula One and with a bunch of panelists. This time we have Satya and Naren on the show. Hey, Satya. Hey, Naren. Hey. Sure, everyone's really excited about a slight change in strategy in terms of scheduling. Saudis come up much earlier into the schedule. I think it's a much more eco-friendly way of doing things because they just had Bahrain, which is in the neighborhood, as a season opener. And this is across Saudi, but at least it's in the same region. And this is a pre-race conversation that we're going to have, sort of discuss of what happened on the weekend so far and what do we expect in the race that's going to come up in less than an hour's time away. With that, let's quickly start off and get our thoughts of our panelists on what did they think about the qualifying weekend that we've had so far and any key highlights that they would like to share. Satya, we will start with you. Well, it was interesting when the uh, in when it took a turn of Max because he was he was a favorite of getting the pole. I mean, uh, FP one, two, three. You're like you're like okay, fine. Max is going to be pole. All of a sudden, he screams that no, there's an engine issue, gearbox issue. Sorry, gearbox issue, and he just suddenly drop off in like. What? That was, that was my reaction when that, that happened. And then, well, I thought, okay, fine. Maybe this would pave way to Leclerc getting the pole or, or even Alonso getting the pole. Uh, yeah, but Perez just comes out on. In fact, there is a very interesting video. I saw it on Insta. There's a very interesting reel uh, where all three cars are being simultaneously co compared the way they were driven. And there is one point where Alonso is actually in the lead. If you compare the times between all yeah. going, there was a point where Alonso is actually in the lead and the Perez just comes up at the very last minute. The time difference between the top three is so small. That is mind blowing. Yeah, no, I mean, just for everyone who's new to F1, Saudi is a street circuit. It's one of the fastest circuits. It, it is the fastest street circuit in the calendar. Uh, like last year, it was so fast that the drivers were scared about their own safety. Uh, there have been tweaks that have made have been made for this year's circuit, which has, you know, got them to be at optimal speeds. It's still the fastest track. It's a narrow track, so you have to keep it really tight to the runs. Uh, if folks follow F two and F three. There were just so many red flags throughout those sprints and the qualifying. F1 didn't have that many, just shows the quality of drivers as they go up the ladder. But as Satya highlighted, the fact that in such a fast track, the top three were so close, just shows the improvement that's happened amongst all the cars getting into this race schedule. Excluding the fact that because Max had a gearbox issue, he was uh, he's not considered in the top three. But from what I understand from the commentators, is his practice run speed was not broken in the qualifying. But let's head over to Narain to see uh, what are his thoughts from the qualifying so far. Yeah, I would like to just voice out the same thoughts that uh, Satya has already mentioned. Uh, from what we saw from practice, it was Max, Alonso, or Perez, or Perez in the top three. 
and uh, this time actually max didn't hit any barriers like how he did in 2020 to break his ball instead it was somebody else problem but i was actually seeing the qualifying timings and the top 10 were all it was just one second in between the top 10 drivers and between perez and alonso it was five tenths and between Alonso and Russell, who's in P2 and P3, is just one-tenth of a second, which shows that uh, this is going to be an interesting race, given that it is a street circuit and everybody are still proving a medal on the street circuit. I'm excited to watch how uh, this unfolds. And I also want to specifically see how Hulkenberg performed this, this time, because he's in P10 now. And uh, I'm excited to see how... Uh, he performs in a very high-speed street circuit, which we have not seen him from the past. Yep. These are my thoughts. I mean, it's it's a beautiful mix-up, right, of uh, the order that we have for tonight's race with Checo at pole. This is his second pole ever. Co coincidentally, he got this pole, his first pole in the exact circuit last year. So this is clearly a happy hunting ground for him. No surprises. In the front row, we have Alonso with Checo. Now, this is a combination we haven't seen in the longest time. So it'll be an exciting front row and an exciting, exciting start to the race. What's even more interesting is Max is far behind on 15th. But where will he finally land up will be interesting to see because the car pace is just blistering. And I'm sure... He's going to be fighting for a podium, if not the first place. So it'll be interesting how he weaves through all the traffic. Uh, in his way will be Leclerc at 12. And Hamilton is at 8 or 9, if I remember right. 8. 8. So what are your thoughts? I'm totally banging on uh, a hammy Max showdown. I would say... Oh, I can't correct it. Sorry. Hamilton is 7th now. 7th. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, I would like to point out how, uh, if you remember, it was in 2021, I believe, when um, Hamilton took an engine penalty in Brazil. And he was he was cruising past everybody during the Brazil day. During the start finish straight, he was, it was like a show, one-man show for him. I would still see something like that happening today. Uh, but uh, given the fact that Max is a ferocious driver, like we all know, uh, we will probably... Uh, I was actually, like how Satya was saying, I was, I was actually seeing an Insta reel where it was an old, uh, very young Max Verstappen where he was trying to go past and trying to push everybody. He will probably do that if he's uh, still lying for his third WDC. Um, but I hope uh, it doesn't happen. There's no red flags and still Perez wins or Alonso wins. I agree. Even Max is... Uh... And the Red Bull space, it's an expectation. It's not even expectation. It's sort of like a given that Max would end up in the podium. Now, the only thing that we want to worry about or we have to think about is A, who would be his companions on the podium? And B, where would Max end up? Like first or any of the other two? And companions of Max. 
definitely uh, i'm pretty sure most of us are rooting for alonso <laughs> and sadly enough i hope the other guy is uh, leclerc because you know ferrari ended up last year ferrari ended in a disaster but there was still hope that yeah next year they'll come out and maybe if with everything tightened up they would perform much better this is just a second second race leclerc is already taking a 10 place grid penalty <laughs> it's it's mind blowing on how bad ferrari on how i can put it into words because it's like ferrari decides okay fine this is what the fans want and then they make sure to do the exact opposite of that but interestingly uh, they still have the race pace because leclerc took the penalty but he is second in the one lap right so they, uh, yeah, they do have the pace the race pace right what if like bahrain this engine just reliability is a completely different game because i, I even, agree like, even in bahrain it was a brand new engine just before the race they put in a brand new engine and that gave away like towards the end so you really don't know if this new engine that leclerc or i think this is electronics that he's taken up the new electronics that he's taken up if that would give out give off towards the end of the race so it's like ferrari is not like so basically what ferrari is doing is they they feel that there is not enough entertainment value in just a single race so they are trying to incorporate as much drama as possible just so that new f1 fans who are taking f1 tv pro get the bang for their buck yeah but i mean i think uh, aston martin is taking care of that on the uh, racing track itself alonso is having a lovely season so far i know it's very early into the season but you know he's got his hopes up of winning a few grand prix and having a stake at the championship if things could play out in his way strolls having a good time even though he's injured and he's recovering you know he's up there too and as to aston martin's doing a great job interestingly mercedes who have the same engine right hamilton seems to have lost hope he mentioned in an interview he doesn't feel one with the car uh but russell seems to be doing pretty well of staying up there obviously toto wolf is someone who looks at winning the championship so for him anything less than that is utter failure but mercedes is up there like with the ferrari screw ups that satya is talking about mercedes in the mix because of that while red bull is still obviously a class apart and was it gasly or was it uh, actually no it was russell who said that i feel red bull is still holding off on their full potential so i think that there, there is an interesting mix there uh what do you guys think about uh, mclaren and some of the other players out there Naren, you're on mute. If you see McLaren, uh, maybe uh, Naren was purposely on mute. Just... He was bleeping out the expletives uh, that he wanted to. No, no, <laughs> I... probably. But I would like to just. Uh, I'm a little disappointed with how McLaren is uh, is this this year specifically because uh, uh, Lando Norris is nineteenth, 
and uh, we have oscar piastri who is i believe in um, if i remember right it was i think he made eight. it the, he made it to the top 10 yeah he made yeah, the yeah yeah he was he was if you if you see there is a huge difference between how mclaren is performing i don't know if it if it is the car or the engine or the drivers uh, focus towards the sport Uh, if uh, this is how lando norris is going to perform this year he will probably then chuck off his contract with mclaren and go to go as a reserve driver or something to some bigger team or probably go to nascar like how kimi raikkonen went but anyways he went after he retired so i would say mclaren is in a, is in a very very bad shape uh, and uh, i was also having hopes on williams and um, uh, like they had their first point last last um, yes. race but if you see the qualifying this time uh, sergeant and albon they are not performing well to the par so if you see the tire two tire three they it is like a sine wave one race they are performing really well uh, exceeding expectations the other race they are like plum last and they are performing very very badly so yeah. if we have something it will be these two i mean just Look to upon. be fair to williams i mean to be logan sargent to be specific he had a decent speed as just that he went off track so you know it was his uh, timing was deleted and he didn't yeah, get a chance to go back with, with his off track right i still don't understand since they say he went off i haven't seen the complete video of that they say he went off on turn 27 but it is a it is a narrow turn there there is no possibility of you going off at turn 27 i mean in fact I, that's one of the things that even the commentators are talking about because turn 27 you can't go off because the wall is right next to it I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe it wasn't 27, but I think from the clipping that I saw, he did go off track, and then he knew he was out of it. Okay, sir. No, the word uh, that was the second time. But earlier he had a, his lap oh, time. Okay. He did say he went off on turn 27, which is turn 27 is not possible. Um, but yes, I with when it comes to McLarens, I think they spent all their money in trying to get rid of uh, Ricardo to get in Piastri, wherein. Now they can't. Have, they don't have enough money for uh, their research and development. It's it's sad. In fact, I mean, because when you start off, when they were showing the car, they said, "Yeah, we've met most of our goals. We, we are looking forward to it." And then after just a few days, Zach Brown says, "Not all the goals, maybe." Which they backtrack within like matter of days. and similarly norris is in the same state where ricardo was last term last last season ricardo would be somewhere in q he would get out in q1 norris would go off to q2 q3 and the reverse has happened here right now where piastri is qualified at uh, q1 while norris is at uh, q he is sorry uh, he is going on to q3, q3 and is in q1 so yeah it's uh, it's just it's such a shift in dynamic in that aspect and i'm pretty sure oscar is kicking himself for not taking that alpine contract 
I mean, he never, he might not have known, but then if you look at Alpine's, uh, Ocon is sixth and Gasly is ninth, which is way better than what uh, McLaren are able to produce. Correct. And I mean, so the bottom half is going to be very interesting because the, the, what usually what we say, Formula 1.5, where yeah, Williams is not, Williams and the McLarens are performing towards the back. But you have Alpha Tauri, uh, you have Alpha Romeo, Haas, uh, and Alpine. You have all four who are actually performing quite well. Where Hulkenberg is in the is in tenth place. You have Joe uh, uh, who is in eleventh. You have uh, yeah, like you have Ocon and Gasly who are in sixth and uh, sixth and ninth. So the other the the mid mid teams are very close. In fact, if you look at the time gap between number six all the way to all the way to number seventeen, it's one second. Within a, everything is with one point nine uh, one minute twenty nine seconds and so it is that and which matters every from sixth all the way to seventeen is one point two nine seconds. It's in milliseconds that it's mad changing. So yeah. yeah, it's very tight. Anyone can take it. Even a slight mistake and the other people, the other team can just go ahead. Yeah, no, which is what I wanted to highlight also to the our viewers that while we talk about Williams being at no and Norris being in at towards the end, it's so tight, like Satya mentioned, that it's not like they're doing really bad. But in a matter of split seconds, you could be fourth or 20th right so and i think that that just shows that teams have scaled up maybe the shakeup isn't exactly how everyone assumed it would be based on what we have seen historically and it's it's really early in the season so let's see how that goes as we get into the later because there will be as teams get information from this the first two races we will see tweaks coming into play and how they scale up but I think, as Satya mentioned, I think that 1.5 or if you exclude the front row or the first two rows, there is so little that differentiates between every car and driver. It's going to be really exciting to see. And that's what we're seeing. Like historically, if you look last year, it used to be, you know, constructor one, constructor two, next row, constructor one, constructor two, next row, constructor one, constructor two. Like that just showed that the cars were so different that the same constructor cars would take the same positions like in the same rows this year it's a complete mix up you don't do not see that happening at least so far right which means that the cars are really close and the little difference that the drivers have is actually coming to the fore on who's able to push that so i think that makes this season a lot more exciting at this point and obviously with the new drivers that we have and Alonso being old school. Uh, so he's a fan favorite amongst everyone who's neutral. Uh, really makes this, I think, a super exciting space. And just to bring up how close this has been, if I get into F2, F2 actually follow the sprint race. So we had the F2 sprint race yesterday and we had a qualifying before that. The top six cars were under a second apart. It was literally like a DRS train that was going through as we go into lap 18, 19, and 20. 
and Jihan Daruwala was in second place, aiming to go to first. Uh, he tried to do a a maneuver at that point, and the third place guy was able to come up and actually get into that gap and come second. And so Jehan still finished on the podium, came third in the sprint, and then in today's race, he did finish off third. There was a good mix-up, but F2, where the cars are a lot more similar, we could see a lot more competition playing out. And I think that just sets the tone for what F1 is going to give us in the next half an hour. So I know we're really close to the race, so we'll close out now so everyone can get ready into their fancy jerseys and in front of their F1 TV screenings. But let's take our recommendations from our panelists for what are their predictions for tonight's race. Naren, who do you think will be the top three? The next race, not this one. No, no, this uh, is this, this race tonight. It will be uh, uh, okay. Given the fact that Max Verstappen is still on fire, I would still say it will be Perez, Alonso, and Verstappen. Perez, Alonso, yeah, no, I, I, Alonso and Verstappen. I pretty much agree with uh, Max Perez Alonso, because as you know, they are working on Perez car as well for some reason. I understand Max is having an issue, but they are working for Perez car. So I don't want to be like a conspiracy theorist at the moment, but I don't like them doing anything on Perez's car. So I think it will be Max Alonso and Perez. Okay, so I'm left with one option. Which is Perez, yeah. Max, and Alonso. Yeah, Leclerc is poor guy, but no. <laughs> I would still give a tiny bit of chance to Russell because he's P3. Uh, so he has always been consistent and he defends well from the other racers. So I would still give a chance to P3, uh, Russell to P3. But uh, my predictions would be Perez. Alonso in second place and Max in third place. The only scenario I think that could play out is if Max is able to overtake Alonso. Even then there's a high chance. Alonso wouldn't fight Max. No, wait. Alonso might fight Max. No, no, Alonso Alonso fight fought. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, in Turkish country last year, he when Alcon came first, he was defending against. He was literally... Yeah. Literally defending Hamilton, so he was defending for a teammate. Now he's he will definitely defend for himself. No, that's given. Alonso is not going to keep his elbows in, but just with the race pace that these guys have, I have a feeling that if Max can get into that region, he's going to go past Alonso. And from that perspective, then I think Perez will be sitting duck. It just depends on. Which part of the team orders he's going that, that is where the team orders might come in. Where if they let them fight or they just ask Perez to let him pass. No, I think at this point Perez would be like, bro, this is too early in the season. Let us let let us fight it out. I agree there, but yeah. then that the fact is you never know. If team order given that Red Bull is completely built around Max. There is a possibility they might want Perez to give. I mean, if you remember long back, 
This is exactly what happened with uh, Schumacher and uh, uh, oh god, Barry Keller. Why do I not remember his name all of a sudden? His his teammate, um, Rubens. Barrichello. Rubens. Yeah, uh, yeah Rubens Barrichello, yes. So, I mean, it was a start of the season, but still, they asked uh, Barrichello to move ahead and move aside and give Schumacher the win. Mm-hmm. It was start of the season, but they still did that. Yes, I understand team orders aren't a thing, but that is not stopping any team from actually sending out messages. If you remember, Alonso is faster than he was one of the older more Direct. famous messages of that matter. If they just say, Checo, Max is faster than you, or a core message of that sort, you never know. Yeah, the Perez is just going to say Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi. <laughs> but anyways, uh, thanks a lot, both of you, for you know having this quick conversation before the race. Give us an, an insight into what to expect for the race tonight in Saudi Arabia. Wishing all the teams the best of luck for our panelists who are watching, you know, put in your comments on our YouTube channel, listen to us on Spotify now that we are on Spotify, whichever way works to you. And if you have any topics that you want to speak about, put them in the comments, share, subscribe, and looking forward to seeing all of you in our next session as we get to the next race. With that, thanks again, Satya and Narin. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.